Um, but I do feel that we, uh, I've got something in my heart. I'm not sure how long I'm going to be. I'm going to try and make it as long as possible. <laughs> okay, so, so many words came out this morning. Um, yeah, so many words. So, some of them align with what I feel the Lord saying this morning, and some of them are... I feel that the Lord's been working into individual hearts as well this morning. Um, So please pray for my English as well. But, um, yeah, so what I feel in my heart, it's been coming for quite a while, like always. Um, But this morning, uh, it's also been coming since our elders came together and um, we spoke about it as elders, and I felt in the Lord to share just a little bit of it and this morning. Um, and it was something that Andrew spoke about, but it's something that has been a walk for me. And I've tried to see the revelation of, of what he spoke about. Um, and now the Lord has revealed it to me about my posture and my, um, my heart in seeking accountability. Seeking accountability. So as a, as a congregation, you know that we, we love family. We love communities. Amen? Amen? We do believe that in the Lord's heart is so that you are a part of family and a part of a community. Um, but it's not just something that you're a part of. It's something that should be a rolling, going into holiness tool community okay so but we've spoken about accountability in this church for the last 10 years 11 years and but there's something that are for me that's i've personally seen so much more on accountability in the last couple of weeks um so yeah there it goes I, i feel um it's really a word for our communities and for us as a congregation and I think it is something that will um, will take us into the mall um, and a lot of the words that came out this morning that God wants to take us into the mall so the first thing that we need to know that God desires for us is to be in family and there's a reason for that so one of the scriptures we read and I've read it a couple of weeks ago yeah but I want to read it quickly again and there's two scriptures, but the first one is Psalm 68, verse 6. says, God sets the lonely in families. He sets the lonely in families. He leads out the prisoners with singing, but the rebellious live in a sun-scorched land. So why does he set the lonely into family? Why does he want us to be family? In James 1, verse 27 says, Religion that God our Father accepts as pure and faultless is this, Look after orphans and widows in their distress and keep oneself from being polluted. Keep oneself from being polluted by the world. So we see the two things according to God, which is pure. Religion is looking after orphans and widows in distress. And the second thing is purity and not being polluted. So basically the two things is family, loving each other looking after each other. The other thing is holiness. So the reason for family, and if we think about community, and we think about 
And that's why one of the first points, I, and we always say this, but filter what I'm saying through this now. Community is not a Wednesday night. I've been saying this for 11 years. It's not a Wednesday night. It's family that love each other. And the reason we, God puts us into families to help each other so that we're not polluted by the world. Okay. So Andrew mentioned this. Um, I, don't wanna, I actually want to demonstrate it because then some of us will remember it. Who's thirsty? There we go. I opened the bottle, so it's clear. It's not vodka or something. Okay, so you can take a sip. No, you're going to stand right there. You can take a sip in front of everybody. So that's water, pure water. Yeah. Exquisite. Okay, so, so there's a fly. Yeah. Put down a glass, please. I'm not going to ask you to drink because you're probably going to try and do it before. I did squash it, so some of it's inside on the outside. And yeah. So it's not so tasty anymore. Thank you. You can go sit down. It's a small thing, but it's quite distasteful, isn't it? I think when we're in community, we see each other's flies in the water, don't we? When we're close enough, and it's not just a Wednesday night thing, and it's not just a Sunday thing, when we are friends and we live together, we start seeing flies in our drinking water, meaning we're supposed to be living water flowing out of our hearts. We, we need to be a well for people. But sometimes there's this fly that doesn't make it tasteful for people to drink. Amen? And it's a small thing. It's a small thing. And, it, and the first thing I know that people, most of us think, hey, I, I don't drink anymore, I don't do this, I don't smoke, I don't do this, I don't have these addictions, I don't... We think of the big things. But just sometimes small things. The way you talk to your wife, the way you talk to your husband, the way you love people, the way you think of people, and it slips out of your mouth. Few lichte vloekwoorde, ons het heavy vloekwoorde en ons lichte vloekwoorde, want dis moest maar deel van ons taal. So if you're sitting here this morning and you think you don't have a fly in your water, I want to tell you the fact that you don't think you've got a fly in your water means that you've got a fly in your water. <laughs> it is a fly by itself. So we need to know that to see those flies, and sometimes we talk about blind spots, but to see those flies, and sometimes you know about it, sometimes you don't know about it. 
But I, I mostly want to talk about, well, some of the blind spots as well, but some of the flies that we've got that we know about and we're not dealing with. And we're not dealing with. So it's a strong desire from God if we, if we read, I want to read a few scriptures for us. And I want, want us to, to have a look at the two things that we spoke about in family. The love and the holiness. And it's quite a big desire of God for us to see that love and holiness is it's some, it's something that, it's like a cook sister. <laughs> James 1 verse 19. My dear brothers and sisters, now listen to the two things. Try and filter the scripture through love and holiness. Okay. My dear brothers and sisters, take note of this. Everyone should be quick to listen, slow to speak, and slow to become angry. Because human anger does not produce righteousness that God desires. Therefore, get rid of all moral filth and evil that is so prevalent and humbly accept the word planted in you, which can save you. Do not merely listen to the word, and so deceive yourselves. Do what it says. Even anyone who listens to the word but does not do it, do what it says, is like someone who looks at his face in a mirror, and after looking at himself, goes away and immediately forgets what he looks like. What he looks like. But whoever looks intently, into the perfect law. Now, we spoke of, we sang that just before we started. Your holiness, high and lifted up. So when we worship this high and lifted up, we see God and we see His holiness, and we have to see the reflection back to us. Looks intently into the perfect law that gives freedom and continues in it, not forgetting what they have heard, but doing it. They will be blessed in what they do. Those who consider themselves religious and yet do not keep a tight rein on their tongues deceive themselves and accept. Sorry, uh, it says. Yeah. Uh, yet do not keep a tight rein on their tongues and deceive themselves, and their religion is worthless. Religion that God our Father accepts as pure and faultless is to look after orphans and widows in distress and keep oneself from being polluted by the world. So if you look at the scripture, you see these two things. Now I want to, just another, this is the empty chair. So if we take this chair as, I'm going to put it down there. So once you get saved, and the reason why God came to earth is for us to reconcile us with him. Okay? So once we get saved, and let's, Say so for now, that's heaven. We're going to sit, and sit on a chair in heaven, okay? So that's heaven. It's the reason why it adds us into family, okay? There's two things we're going to experience in family. And the one thing that we focus on the most is love, isn't it? But it should be a love and holiness. So love means that it's like the glue that keeps us together. Okay. But the holiness is the thing that keeps us moving in the right direction. And we're doing it together. So that's why I believe, strongly believe, if you're not part of a family, it's very difficult to find that chair. You're not going to experience the love, 
and you're not going to experience the holiness because you're going to have flies and nobody's going to talk to you about it. Okay. So the reason for families, direction to the way, the holiness, and what does sin do? It derails us in that direction. Love keeps us walking together. Holiness keeps us walking in the right direction. I'm going to say that again. Love keeps us walking together. Holiness keeps us walking in the right direction. Right? Yeah, that was me. But honestly, not me. I would like to believe it's the Holy Spirit, not me. See, the thing about holiness... We set apart. We're on a road. We're on this road. And the reason for holiness is, and, and the fact that we're still here and we're not in heaven already, is that we need to show this road to people. We need to show this road as we walk together as a family. But when we've got flies, people can't drink of it. See, sin really do affect you. And I want to say that this morning to you. And there's a lot of teachings out there. And that's a main, I'm going to call him for him, Joseph Prince and these guys on hyper grace. They say that sin doesn't affect you. Sin can only affect you in your body, but it doesn't affect your spirit. And that is unbiblical. And I want to read us a scripture, 2 Corinthians 7 verse 1. It says, therefore, since we have these promises, dear friends, let us purify ourselves. So who is he talking to? Brothers and sisters, talking to the saved, he says, Therefore, since we have these promises, meaning once I've seen the holiness of God, I've seen the promises of salvation, I've seen this, and I look at it. He says, Dear friends, let us purify ourselves from everything that contaminates, fly in the water, contaminates body and spirit. Not just body, body and spirit. Perfecting holiness out of reverence for God. 1 Peter 1, verse 14, As obedient children, do not conform to the evil desires you had when you lived in ignorance. But just as he who called you is holy, so be holy in all you do, for it is written, Be holy because I am holy. So now a lot of us sit here and you think, Okay, so sin affects me spiritually. Am I going to lose my salvation? Can sin make you lose your salvation? Can sin make you lose your salvation? No. There's the answer. But sin can make you turn around and turn away. It can deafen the voice. I'm going to say it again. Sin can't make you lose your salvation. But sin can harden your heart. So that you turn away from God. So it isn't sin. God doesn't look at you and see sin. And he's like, okay, no, I see sin in your life. Now I'm going to kick you out. You're not saved. Our righteousness, we, what, we sang it this morning. He's washed, he washed us. It's pure as white as snow. But, and we're going to read it now. If I don't have family around me, I'm, I, I, I honestly believe that sin can make me do this. Because it hardens your heart. The word says, your heart can, can become like a callus. So it's a yield. 
So the conviction, and this is the part where, where it was a big revelation for me, um, around conviction. See, after a while, the Spirit can't convict you anymore. Because He's tried to convict you, but you're becoming rebellious. Okay. So then you become like Satan. It's full of pride. God's trying to convict you, but you're turning. You say, hey, I don't, I don't, we all sin every day. But there's a difference between deliberately sinning and just missing the mark. Okay. So no, sin can't make you lose your salvation. But sin can lead you away. Scripture says sin leads to sin leads to death. Hebrews 10. So with this in mind, I want to read Hebrews 10 again for us. Verse 23. Let us hold unswervingly to the hope we profess. For he who promised is faithful. And let us consider how we may spur one another. Love and holiness. Love and holiness. And let us consider how we may spur one another on towards love and good deeds. Not giving up meeting together as some are in the habit of doing. But encouraging one another, and all the more you see the day approaching. If we deliberately keep on sinning after we have received the knowledge of truth, no sacrifice of sins is left, but only a fearful expectation of judgment and a raging fire that will consume the enemies of God. Anyone who rejected the law of Moses died without mercy on a testimony of two or three witnesses. How much more severely do you think someone deserves to be punished who has trampled the Son of God on the foot, who has treated as an unholy thing the blood of the covenant that sanctified them, and who has insulted the Spirit of grace. For we know him who said, It is mine to avenge, I will repay, and again the Lord will judge his people. It is a dreadful thing to fall into the hands of a living God. So, if you know about the flies in your life, Sort it out. Repent. You see, yes, family, we're here to encourage each other and we're here to help each other. The love keeps us together. Okay. But there's something in family that we need to start, and this is where um, I really want us to, if this is the only thing you're going to hear this morning, it's this. Are you desiring and seeking accountability? Or are you waiting for people to come to you and say, I've seen a fly? Are you desiring it? And I know this scripture, I didn't know that Tom was going to read the scripture last, last week. And I spoke to him about, or during the week we spoke about it. And it was in my notes before, um, before we actually spoke about it. But Psalm 139 verse 23 says, and it, it sums up this morning for me. It says, search me, God, and know my heart. Test me and know my anxious thoughts. And listen, see if there's any offensive way in me. That's offensive to God. And lead me in the way everlasting. So the way I keep on this track, the way I walk here, the way I do this, the fact that I'm seeking, the fact that I'm desiring for God to test me, for God to show me, keeps me on this. You understand? 
That's why I work out my salvation in fear and trembling. Because I want to keep on this path. The fact that I'm fearful to go gives me the assurance that I'm on it. You understand what I'm saying? The fact that I'm fearful of maybe going astray keeps me on the path. But when I'm just blasé about it, and you just keep on, you know about this stuff, but you're not sorting it out, that's a dangerous place. And that's the difference between conviction, and this is the thing that I also want to speak about this morning, the difference between conviction and condemnation. See, I seek conviction all the time. What does conviction mean? What does conviction mean? I've put it in Afrikaans here. It is being convicted is om geoortuig te word. Sien, as openbaring van oortuiging van iets in jou leven. En die vrug van dit is leven. Okay, so condemnation is veroordeel. Daar kom shame en die vrug van dit is dood. So in English, conviction is being convicted of the spirit and the fruit of that is life. Condemnation is being condemned, feeling shameful, feeling guilty, and that leads, the fruit of that leads to, I'm going to keep on turning away because I don't feel like a child of God. And if the devil comes and he condemns and he condemns and he condemns, and you turn your back on family, that's why it says in 1 John, those who walk in the light will have fellowship with one another. So if you're not walking in the light, you're going to turn your back on family that love you and wants to encourage you to stay on the path. Does that make sense? So the first thing you'll see people, when they, their relationship with the Father gets lukewarm and their love for the Father gets lukewarm, what's the first thing they stop doing? Stop going to community, stop going to church. Because you're not walking in the light. Because you don't want your flies to be seen. So, are you seeking accountability? Are you desiring accountability? Why? Not just for me to get to the chair. Not just for me and my salvation. But also to show the path. To show Jesus. So that Jesus can find gestalte in me. So, Marius, come stand here. In, in, yeah, I picked a, I, I picked a, I picked a bigger guy too, for a very good reason. Anyways, so in community, if I look for conviction and not condemnation, okay, when he speaks to me, and it doesn't matter how he speaks to me, I'm looking for Jesus, and I'm trying to listen to Jesus, not to Marius. So if we are Christians and we're dead, we're dead. Our flesh is supposed to be dead. Okay? So I'm not listening what he's saying and trying to be condemned in a sense. I feel whatever he's saying to me now, I'm feeling condemned. I'm looking for conviction. Okay? So I'm looking at what's the Spirit saying to me. doesn't matter what and however he's saying it. It's not going to affect me because I'm trying to hear Jesus, 
I'm not listening to him. Does it make sense now? I'm not listening to Marius. I'm listening to the spirit conviction in me. So the, what the devil will do is listen to what Marius is saying to you. And he's like, who are you? How can you say that to me? You're throwing rocks now. Now I'm going to start throwing rocks back. But you, and then it starts a fight. But when I come with the desire to find conviction, I try and hear what's the Lord saying. Because I know the conviction will bring freedom. And not condemnation. So he can say whatever he wants to say. I'm listening to one voice. And that's the conviction in my heart. So that's why I want to. And I seek accountability. That's why I want to sit with Marius and say, Marius, and, and we've got that in our eldership. We talk straight to each other. Because I know I'm not going to offend him. He knows that it's not about us. It's about Jesus. And when he's offended, I'm going to say that to him. You're offended now. It's about you. It's not about you. We need to reflect Jesus. Come on, sit. It's okay. Good to do, Marius. Does it make sense? I'm seeking conviction. Don't take condemnation. And, and even, even if it's not in community, listen carefully, even if it's somebody that's not saved and they gooi klippe at you, you just try and hear, God, is this you? Is this not you? Are you trying to? Because God used the donkey. I'm trying to hear. Are you saying something to me? And if you're not sure, luckily we've got family. That's close to me and I can go to Marius. Marius, this guy said this about me. I just want to make sure. I just want to make sure if there's a conviction in my heart that the Lord wants to say something to me or not. It's not about the person. And we make it about the person. We make this a subjective issue. It's about Jesus and reflecting Him. And that's what accountability is about. Don't wait for people to come and talk to you. Go and ask. Do you see a fly in my life? And even if you've, you've got conviction now that you need to deal with this one thing and you felt it from the... Go and just double check it. Go and speak to friends. Say, I, I think I've got... I'm not talking well to my wife. Have you picked it up or not? Because I know my heart is deceitful above all things. So I humbly try and find out, Lord, are you speaking to me now or not? Does it make sense? And this is so counterculture. This is so against the world. Because the world is about you and to love yourself. You make the decisions. Don't judge. Who are you to judge me? I'm like, please judge me. That's my desire. Judge me. Talk to me. Just don't judge me and not say anything. <laughs> judge me and talk to me. Say to me. Charles, I, this, and, and the way we do this with each other, on, on the receiving side, you should be mature enough to try and find conviction and not worry about how it's brought over. Okay. But if you are talking to somebody, do it in a loving way. Because you might be wrong. That's Matthew 18. Because you wouldn't know if you're wrong. If you don't, I've got a perception that he, 
he's sinning, and I'm going there, and, and he didn't. That's the reason why I go and talk to him. It's because I had that perception, and he had an explanation. Because if I didn't go and talk to him, I would have walked around with this perception that he's sinning. You understand? So that's why we need to talk to each other. Because you've got a perception that he's doing something wrong. You need to go talk it out. And if you're disagreeing, you get somebody else in. Does it make sense now? Why? For Jesus' sake. I can't take offense. It's about conviction in my heart. We're here to reflect Jesus. And know the fear, the fear, if you're not dealing with this thing, that in a while, your heart becomes a callous. And that becomes dangerous. Because now you're rebelling against that conviction. And that's why Romans 1 says, God gives them over to themselves. And he talks about sexual immorality and he gives, he gives them over to themselves. It's not because of sexual immorality. It's because they're rebelling against him. And he, giving, he gives them over to themselves, their own desires. So I remember a few years ago, I'm landing with this, but a few years ago I preached on Bri is an act of war. Bri is an act of war. Bri is not just brying together. Community is not just community. Social is not just the social. So when we do a social at church, half the church pitches up. When we do a social at community, some of the communities, everybody comes, but when we do Bible studies, the half comes. But <laughs> when we live together and we try our best to build little friendship circles, families, so that you spend time together in your off time, when you haven't got your religious face on. So that people can see each other's flies, because we need to reflect it. We need to reflect Jesus. So when you're at work, are you reflecting Jesus? Or are you a different person when you walk into community and you walk into your work as two different persons? Are you reflecting Jesus? So I want to ask you this morning, do you desire to be corrected? Because if you don't, you need to get with the Lord. Because we do this out of reverence for Christ. Out of reverence for Christ. Amen. Let's all stand. Before I talk to everybody, I want to ask, let's everybody close our eyes. I want to ask if there's anybody here this morning that knows that he's not on a path. He hasn't given his life to the Lord. He hasn't picked up his cross. And he hasn't followed Jesus yet. You haven't given your life to the Lord. I want to ask if there's anybody this morning here that wants to give their life to the Lord, don't you want to put up your hands?
I would love to pray with you. Today is the day that you've come home. Today is the day that you know that you need to get on the right path. Is there anybody? Anyone? Anyone? Is there anyone that has given his life to the Lord, but you feel in your heart that you've rebelled against him? Rebelled or rebelled, rebelled against him. And you want to turn back to the Lord. Amen. Is there anybody else? Anybody else? See, the one thing about being uh, you know, searching conviction is that there's no shame. There's, yes, Lord, I'm sorry for this, and I repent and I turn around. But there's no shame. Even between brothers and sisters, there's no shame. Because if you, if you feel ashamed about what you're doing, you're missing the blood of Jesus. But he wants you to turn away from it. And it can be small things, little offenses. And you are, are, I specifically say little offenses because you feel it's a little thing. But it's a fly in your water. You get offended easily. And I, I want us to pray. I want to pray for us this morning. But I feel there's something of responding before the Lord with everybody's eyes closed. I want, I want to ask you this morning, if you want to pick up your hand just before the Lord and say, Lord, I've got this fly, please help me. Please help me, Lord. In the beginning of the year, I preached on through your weaknesses, through our weaknesses, He will be glorified. And I want to say this morning, realizing a weakness of your flies gives your heart a posture of God's power resting on you so that you will be freed from that sin. It's a realization that you need the power of God and the Holy Spirit to free you from that sin. It's just a realization that I need God. It's a posture before Him so that you realize your weakness. So, Father, I see a lot of hands this morning. And I pray, Father, that you will come and give us, fill us with the Holy Spirit. Away from condemnation, Father, but to conviction and repentance, Lord. So, Father, I pray that they will confess in their own time in front of you, Father. You know their hearts, Father. As they picked up their hands this morning, they are actually confessing in front of you, Father. But I pray that you will give us the power to repent and to turn away from it, Father, so that we will be living waters, Father, flowing out of us. Father, that we will reflect you, your image, Father, your likeness, Lord, your heart, 
And as we sang this morning, Father, we want to seek you with all our heart, Father. I pray that, that what's keeping us from doing that, Father, that we will realize that it's flies in our water. It's flies making us not seeking you with all our heart. And I pray that you will come and free us this morning. The fruit of conviction, Father, is life. If we lose our lives, we will find life. So I pray those things, Father, that it's keeping us from you. Come and free us this morning. Free us this morning, Lord. In Jesus' name, Father. I pray that as we go into Swellendam, that we will be flyless. <laughs> <laughs> Father, that we will be a fountain of living water to people. And that they will see that this family are loving each other so that we walk together. And we're holy. And we're walking in the right direction. I pray that in Jesus' name, Father. Thank you for this morning. We love you, Lord. Thank you for your love and for your peace. Amen. Amen. There's no coffee. Blame Eskom. Love Eskom. <laughs>